Hey friends, it's Sherry. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about an upcoming virtual summit I'm a guest speaker at and you can attend for free. So whether you're an entrepreneur seeking to boost cash flow and leads or a career professional ready to take the leap into entrepreneurship, this event is designed with your specific needs in mind. It's an opportunity you don't want to be missed. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it will be an epic experience. So join me and 15 plus other top female entrepreneur experts for the rise of the entrepreneur navigating the entrepreneurial landscape for female professionals five day summit. Together, we're going to dig deep into our wealth of expertise, offering invaluable support for career professionals and entrepreneurs like you. Every year you see my friend Sherelle Slace host this event and collectively she brings in over 4,000 women at all levels wanting to implement new strategies and take their businesses to the next level. And I'm so excited to be one of the guest speakers this year. And I'm also attending this event myself and I would love to invite you to join me. So this five-day virtual summit runs May 13th through 17th And during that time, you can catch all the replays of the trainings. Trainings like From Unknown to Unstoppable, Publicity Tactics for Fearless Female Entrepreneurs, or Manage Your Money Like a Boss, or Navigating the Entrepreneurial Landscape for Female Professionals, or this one I'm very interested about, Top 4 Legal Mistakes to Avoid on Your Online Business. And my topic is unleash your strengths and thrive in entrepreneurship. So you're not going to want to miss this one. So reserve your spot now. Yep, go ahead. Put this episode on pause. Go over and register and then hop back in here to finish listening. All you have to do is head over to rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. So rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. I'm sorry, rise summit. There's only one S there. And I will put that link in the show notes for you as well. So do me one more favor. If you register, pop into our new motivated for more Facebook group and let me know if you'll be watching the summit next week. We can compare notes together. All right, my friend, hope to see you at the summit. And let's get back to today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and we are on day four of the 100 days of podcasting. And today I'm going to talk to you about the word of the year, or actually your word of the year. Do you have one yet? Do you know about it? Have you heard about them? We're going to dive deep into how to select one, why should you have one, and I'll share at the end what my word of the year is going to be. Okay, so if you are new to this concept of having a word of the year, I don't know if it originated from this book or not, but I think back in, I think it was 1999, somewhere around there, it's been out for a while. Uh, John Gordon, Jimmy Page, and Dan Britton wrote a book called One Word That Will Change Your Life. 
And I'm just going to read you from the description of the book. It says, one word that will change your life will inspire you to simplify your life and work by focusing on just one word for this year. That's right. One word creates clarity, power, passion, and life change. The simple power of one word is that it impacts all six dimensions of your life, mental, physical, emotional, relational, spiritual, and financial. Simply put, one word sticks. There is a word meant for you, and when you find it, live it, and share it, your life will become more rewarding and exciting than ever. And since that book has been written, let me tell you, you can just Google one word for the year or word of the year or my word of the year, and you'll find YouTube videos, blogs, podcasts, other books. Everyone is talking about it. And especially this year, and I don't know if it was because 2020 was such a crazy year for us. And most of us, even if we had a word and an intention for the beginning of the year, it just didn't stick. So it seems like everybody's talking about it this year. And I'll be honest, some years I have a word, some years I don't. And I wasn't even sure if I was going to worry about it this year, but it just kept popping up. It seemed like everybody in my circle had a word and they kept asking, what's your word? What's your word? So I decided, okay, I guess I need a word of the year. And why have one? Because it does help, like they said in the book description. The whole premise is that instead of having sometimes a big goal that maybe you even forget (laughs) what your goal is, if you have one word, you can remember that word easier And you could just live by that word and what it means to you. It keeps you focused on what you want to be, do, and have in the year. And it just kind of becomes your own personal theme, your reminder to yourself of how you want to live in the year. So I did a little research and I came across this great blog by Katie of Mountain Modern Life, which... I'm going to have to reach out to her and get her on the podcast. Her and her husband are living and traveling in an RV, and you've got to check out, I just ran across it this morning, but you got to check out their website. Like what they've done with their RV is amazing. So it's called Mountain Modern Life. And she shares these tips on how to select your word. She said, number one, reflect. So the first thing she recommends you do is just reflect on the past year and ask yourself these questions. Jot them, jot down whatever pops into your head without self-editing. And you guys know I'm always big on that. Go with the first voice, not the second. So here are the questions she recommends you reflect on. What could I use more of in my life? So what could what could I use more of in my life? What could I use less of in my life? So again, it's what could I use less of in my life? What characteristics would I like to have? So the third one was what characteristics would I like to have? The fourth one was by the end of the day, I feel, and then fill in the blank. By the end of the day, I feel and you fill in the blank, (laughs) and then finish it with, how do I want to feel? 
So again, it's how could I use more? What could I use more of in my life? What could I use less of in my life? What characteristics would I like to have? By the end of the day, I feel, and how do I want to feel? And she goes on to say, once you review your responses, you'll have a better sense of the direction you'd like to go or what you you feel may be lacking in your life. So that's step one, reflect. Step two is to visualize. Visualize what the perfect day would look like for you with the emphasis on that feeling that you want to have. Think about the morning routine and how you want to feel with that. How do you want to feel flowing throughout your day? How do you want to feel before you go to bed at night? And she recommends meditating or sitting in silence for a couple of minutes and asking yourself, what word do I want to focus on in 2021? And to really get in a relaxed state of mind when you focus on that. So again, meditate or just sitting in silence. I also like to sometimes just go for a walk by yourself, no noise, no distraction, and just meditate on what word do I want to focus on? What do I want to focus on? How do I want to feel in 2021? And just let the thoughts flow. She recommends if you're going to meditate on it, you know, turn on the aromatherapy diffuser, light a candle, put some calming music on. So just really get in that relaxed state of mind, whatever that means for you. Maybe it's, maybe you'll come up with your word in the shower. Don't we always have the best things in the shower or in a bubble bath? So just keep meditating on it. Step three, create a list. She recommends spending 10 minutes creating a list of the words that come to your mind. No (laughs) self-editing. And uh, just let the words flow. And if you get stuck on that, there are some fun quizzes you can find on Google of just helping you prompt some words that pop up. Step four, review and refine. She recommends going through your list and circle or highlight the top three words that really jump out at you. How do those words make you feel? Do you get excited, nervous, scared, uncomfortable, or at ease? And she says, sometimes the words that scare us the most can mean we're on the right track because change isn't always easy. At the same time, I think finding your word can also bring peace and empowerment. Now, I'm going to share with you guys, my word this year scares me because it's kind of out of my normal nature. And again, I'm going to share with you my word of the year at the end of the podcast. So hold on. So keep thinking about the words that you wrote down and which one really jumps out at you. Step five that Katie recommends is ask yourself this very important question. And she goes on to say, now that you narrowed down your list to three words, there's just one more question to ask. Are you interested or are you committed? And she says, if you're merely interested, then chances are you'll make excuses as to why you're not putting forth the effort to actually make changes. But if you're committed to your word, You'll do whatever it takes to implement that word and bring more of it into your life. If necessary, allow yourself a day or two, even a week, to really think about this. Then once you pick your word, ask yourself, am I interested or committed to making this work in 2021? So there's five steps to help you pick your own word. Okay, do you want to know what my word is? My word this year is intentional intentional. 
why? Why am I picking that word? It was kind of a weird word. And I kept thinking like, is that a good word of the year? Like I I was really starting to overthink it. Again, my maximizer showing up. (laughs) And why did I pick this word? I kept hearing it over and over again. And the first time I really heard, I mean, I've heard intentional a long time, but I mean that it really like stuck with me was I was talking to a group of podcasting friends and one of them, my friend Shauna, who has a Simple on Purpose podcast, you definitely got to sh- you know check that out. Shout out to Shauna. She was talking about a course she was creating on intentional living. And I remember thinking like, is that a thing? Like, is that how people think? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's a big word now is intentional living. And since that conversation, it just kind of really, I don't know, stuck with me. And I really started paying attention because I thought I was living intentionally. But then I realized when I don't live intentionally, that's when I get into trouble. (laughs) And, you know, some examples of when I'm not living intentionally that don't feel good with me is... Like sometimes I go in and I'll quickly scan my emails and then I forget to reply to them. Or I look at when a customer orders a product for me quickly and then I forget to fill it because I'm not intentional at the time I have set aside to do those things. Or maybe a thought comes in my head and I just quickly jot it down on a random post-it note and then I forget where I put it. Or I hear about a book or a program and I purchase it before, you know, I hop on, doesn't Amazon Prime make it like way too easy to purchase things? (laughs) And I'll go online and I'll purchase it quickly before I really think it through. Am I committed to reading this book? Am I committed to doing this program? And you guys know I'm a big learner. So that's like my joy spot is splurging or spending money on learning. I also realize I'm not really intentional with my finances as as I would like to be, or my time, or my business. And when I really thought about all those things, I think if I could get intentional with my time and have a time earmarked for looking at emails and replying to emails during the day, I won't forget them or intentional time marked in my calendar that I'm going to sit down and fulfill my customer orders and do that type of work rather than quickly looking at things. Even Facebook, be intentional when I go into Facebook and what I post on Facebook and what I'm looking at, what I'm consuming. And for me, I do know I need to be careful that I balance being intentional, but still honoring my spontaneous personality because I am naturally spontaneous. And I think that's normally a good thing. Like, I think that's what brings the fun in my life. <laughs> um, so I don't want to lose that. But as I mentioned in yesterday in day three's podcast, that Sometimes I fall into the trap of overthinking things. So with being intentional, I have to be careful that being intentional doesn't make me overthink things and totally lose my spontaneous personality. I don't know if that makes sense or not. So it's being intentional of being intentional. (laughs) 
um, a little more about the word intentional as I really, because when I'm trying to figure out what my word of the year is, I, I Google it and I do some research on it and see if some things I pop that pop up resonate with how I want to live in the upcoming year. And I found this uh, blog written by Katie Boykin, and it was entitled, What is Intentional Living? And Katie is you can be found at Hello Sensible. Again, somebody I just knew to me, found her this morning. And she says, literally, intentional living means to live on purpose or to live deliberately with an aim or a plan. It's about taking a stand for what you believe and pursuing a life that honors those beliefs. That looks like taking leadership of your life rather than coasting on autopilot. And it requires you to let go of the belief that you're a victim and life is the sum of your circumstances. I love that idea of not being on autopilot and taking leadership of my life. And she goes on to say, my favorite definition, though, is that intentional living is co-authoring your life with the creator of the universe, God, to make your highest contribution to yourself and the world. That stuck with me. I love that definition of co-authoring my life with my God. Like, how beautiful is that? And that ties into the last thing I want to share when it comes to having your word of the year. I love to find a Bible verse that goes along with my word. And I found two that really resonated with why I'm choosing intentional as my word of the year. And I'll share these with you. So the first one's from Romans 12, 2, which says, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And then Proverbs 21, 5 says, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. (laughs) So that'll definitely be my reminder when it comes to my finances and being intentional, right? Is not being hasty, (laughs) but being diligent and intentional with how I make decisions so that I can have that abundance and, and have God pleased with how I live my life this year. So I would love to know, do you have a word of the year yet? Are you going to find a word of the year? And if you do, share it with me. Let me know what your word of the year is. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram, or if you post it, tag me and uh, let me know what your word of the year is. All right. As always, thanks for listening. And here's to intentional living this year.